0: Don't be nervous. Go ahead.
1: I got a
2: bad feeling about this.
0: All right, and welcome to a fresh episode of the Manic Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Riley, alongside my producer, Brian Baltashevitz. How are you, Todd? I'm well. How are you? Good. Good to have you back. The man that runs all the Queen City Podcast Network has decided to hang out with me today. That's great.
2: Yeah, every once in a while, I like to I like to bless all the podcasts with my printout. No, <laughs> and that's what outfits. we'll
0: call it. Yeah, of <laughs> course, it is a blessing. And no, no, uh, stop it. No,
2: rest assured that if I'm in this seat, something's gone horribly wrong. And- <laughs> And this is the last resort.
0: Yeah, well, well, we'll take it today. It's just I'm glad that you're here, man. And, um, well, I was just uh, wondering about how to open this up, but I was on the way here, and I stopped at the gas station, and the gas station attendant was struggling. And I get I get anxiety for I ever get anxiety for other people as they're struggling. Just, like, it's starting to get me, like, I'm not upset. I'm not mad. He didn't put me that far behind schedule, but he made a mis- one mistake where he hit cash instead of card, and then now he's trying yeah. to cancel the transaction. He's trying to cancel the gas off the pump. and and to get it back to make sure they can do another transaction with me. And I was just standing there as, like, nine other people. Somebody opened up another register, and, like, nine other people came by. And I'm just more worried about him. And, and like, are you all right today, man?
2: (laughs) Exactly. I, do you want a hug? Can yeah. I behind the well, Then, then immediately
0: I go, how long have you been doing this? What happened? Is it the computer system? What's going on? I'm like worried for them. <laughs> the only time like I get that way watching people do shows too is like if you get anxiety for someone that's struggling on stage that but if there's one time that you don't, and that's if you don't like the person, <laughs> then it's just nice. <laughs> And that's other than that, if I care, like if I like you a little bit, I want you to do well, I'll get anxiety for you. I get anxiety for myself all the time. So, I mean, why not for someone else? But he was just struggling at the the pump get everything. And then he ended up coming out because I was just going to leave because I would have to drive to another pump. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to start my car to drive to another pump, I'm not going to run out of gas right now. So I'm just going to go. And I turn around, and he's right there by the, by the window telling <laughs> me that it's okay to pump again on that. So I was like, uh-huh. since he came all the way out there yeah. and got me, I was like, oh, it's okay? All right, played <laughs> a little bit dumb. And then went and put gas in my car and left. But I hope he's having a much better day now. But um, yeah, I, I do. I, I get lots of different reasons to get anxiety. I have a lot of it. I deal with a lot of it. We talk about it on here some. Um, but I have been doing shows, and uh, I had a couple weeks in a row at the club. Well, when this comes out, this is probably... What, We'll just talk about it now. Yeah. And um, we got uh, the first two totally different weekends. So two totally different headliners, a do- bunch of different crowds. Same stuff I'm doing mostly. My time got adjusted around a lot. But um, there's only three times in my life where I've almost gotten fired from by, a, by a comic. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, and no. one was this weekend and there's all your what's going through your guys's brain right now is how I almost got fired <laughs> Would you play a game send some tweets what you think here we are talking about me almost getting fired again it's not a post it note this time but no it was it was for going over my time by like 30 seconds or something like
2: oh God. that so who it was the headliner had an issue with you going over by 30 seconds
0: yeah we'll leave the name out of it just so yeah, tell yeah, so yeah. like the story as is you can take whatever side that you want but like so um, they had a real problem. They have a real problem. There was a lot of other stuff that happened that weekend that led up to this point. But I got, I did, I did like a, one great show, and then the second show I didn't do very well. So they said that the headliner wanted to meet with me after the shows, right? So I'm like, all right, this could be a lot of different reasons.
2: Some of them I thought were positive,
0: right? Yeah. So first thing goes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Second, I'm like, okay, the second show didn't go very well. It's probably gonna be some advice.
2: And you were the you were the feature, right? Yeah, I was featuring,
0: yeah. but they cut my time around a lot, and I've been messing with the time. And I'll, I'll tell a wh- I have PTSD about the light and all that stuff. But I it didn't really go over by that much. But anyway, so I'm thinking there's like a fire alarm going on in the background. Yeah, they're right coming now. to get you. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't get manic, Todd. Going on that, I can't think about that right now. There was a time in my life that would have probably set me off, but now it's just annoying me a little bit. Um, so he wants to meet I said he but the headliner wants it's to okay. meet with That's me right. yeah. um, So I'm like all right, this could be a bunch of different stuff Who knows how positive positive it can be because the night before he said excellent set and so I had a good set the, on the Friday night shows and then Saturday I had a great set and then, then I didn't have a very good one So I'm thinking this is probably advice from that set because it didn't go very well. I go in there They're like he's like I have a real problem with people that go don't stick to their time and I was like what because I was like, you've been getting a light and then you kept going. I was like, I got a two minute light. Yeah. So I always, have always done it the same way since I had my breakdown in Alabama where I came off short. I was like, if I get a light, I do, I say, you know, my name one more time. I tell them a little bit about my album and then I do one more bit and I leave. Yeah. And then I stop the clock. So I even looked at my clock afterwards and I was like, how much did I go over by? And they only had me doing like 10, 12 minute sets anyway mm. as a feature spot. And so, the normal feature spot is 20,
2: 25 minutes. Yeah.
0: So I'm coming in the weekend thinking I'm going to be doing 20, 25, and cut it, they cut it down to 15, and then and then changed their mind and moved it to, like, 12. And then the host ran over, and then so they cut my time down to 10. It was a crazy weekend of that. So I think he might have been upset more with, with the host running over and kind of brought me in on it. But he was, like, about to get the owner of the club on the phone to get a new comic to come out on Sunday because that was 30 seconds long. Wow. And I was fired up afterwards. I was really fired up. I just—I don't know. I just like had just combination of the whole weekend. It was a tough weekend. I don't like doing short sets as a feature spot anyway because I feel like I'm wasting my time. That's hard. Yeah, that's tough. It's like I need you know the paycheck's good and the time on stage, but it's not enough time to really do anything to make the crowd really like you.
2: Well, and if you come in thinking you've got twenty to twenty five, and then they tell you when you show up at the club you're only doing ten, that's a completely different because you've got. You know, I mean, you know where you're going to go in 20, 25 minutes, but right. now you've got to cut 50% of that out. That's, yeah. that's a tough ask.
0: Then you're kind of just doing the greatest hits right. of whatever yeah. your feature set is. So, I mean, yeah. it was kind of just like that or what I thought was going to work best that, that weekend. Um, but I've, I've only had that happen like one other time where someone was upset with me. And, and I mean, we, we shook hands and he said, all right, you explained yourself, so you can come, come back tomorrow or whatever. And I'm like, all right, in my head, and then i walk out and the waitresses are like are you okay i'm like not really i mean i'm just i felt like there's something else going on there yeah but um
2: was he okay so was was he was he was he clearly pissed about it? Was he kind of nice about
0: it? He just... it, it was kind of nice about it. He was a little bit um, just let me talk type of thing because I said I didn't go. I was like, I didn't go over. Yeah. I didn't go over yesterday. And he was like, let me talk. And I'm like, all right. And I had like two Red Bulls. <laughs> you know, I drink a lot of <laughs> caffeine before shows. So I'm all like wired up on that and the adrenaline of what we thought we were going to talk about. Because there's a lot of times in the green room you you get a lot of advice. There's a possibility of an offer of to work again. Sure. you know, There's a possibility of working together on different projects. There's mm-hmm. possibility of being on someone's podcast. There's so many other things that it could have been that were going through my brain. Other than mostly I thought it was going to be advice. But like I said, then it turned out that I was in, tr- in trouble for something I didn't really think that I did wrong to begin with. And I even went back and checked my times. And that's 30 seconds of... Me walk, starting the clock when I walk right. on stage and stopping it by the time I get to af- after the stage. So, there's probably,
2: I'm probably over by 15 seconds. Is it possible, because uh, you said the MC went over. Yeah, he did. So, is it possible he didn't know the MC went over and blamed the overage on you? Could be. Um, I had that idea too. Yeah.
0: I had, I wondered about it. I wondered all the different angles of like how he got to this point and like if it was just a, one of those things like, hey man, like, if he thought I was going over by a couple minutes each time, I guess that would be. If he thought the light was like I was done, then I could see why he he would yeah. he's out there seeing the light and then me keep going every night. But I specifically request a two minute light because right. I exactly. had a yeah. horror story in Alabama where I got lit by a table of fans yeah. for the headliner and yeah. I got off stage like ten minutes early, Ugh. and I was only there for one night. Ugh. And I may have even told this story on here before because it's people like it when I tell it. But I, it was the, since that happened when I got off early because the light. I never really want to come short, oh. so I always thought going like going over by a couple seconds would make sure that I at least did my time. Right. Um. So and I don't know if he just thought we were like because he was late a couple times. It's funny because he was late a couple times and he ran over a bunch. On, he did like an hour and a half of a show, and it's like it's, so. It's like you're. It's just you want it to be about whatever. I mean, he's. An old school comic, and maybe I, maybe I'm out, maybe I'm one of the young punks right now when I'm talking about it. But it just, from my perspective, and how fired up I was, that I thought I did my job like the way I was supposed to. I stretched one show because he wasn't there yet. Maybe he was upset about that because he had had it timed. Some people have it timed up where they're like, yeah. I'm coming in the club and I'm going on stage within seven minutes or something. Right. So if that gets thrown off a little bit, maybe that's throwing him off a little bit, and he doesn't like that or whatever. But it's like it was a very innocent thing. So I'm hoping that I I came back on Sunday. I did exactly 12 minutes and left. I didn't leave the club. I had, you know, had some food and watched the rest of the show and was respectful and waited for my check. And then (laughs) there uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. waited for my check (laughs) and then left. And then, um, but it was, it was, I haven't had that in a while. And like, it's just the whole bleed up to it. Like he wants to talk to you afterwards. And like the fact that I thought in my brain, it could have been positive was like, maybe that threw me off a little bit too and i was frustrated
2: yeah i think so i think too i think uh, uh, that there was probably something else going like howard how were his sets like? How how was he doing? I thought weekend?
0: he did. They loved him. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I don't know if it's for everybody, but I thought that everybody that was there loved him, and he he did he did his thing, and there were some strong moments in there, and and I I mean I watched all of it. I mean I watched so many shows on the weekend. By the end of the weekend, I can kind of do half of the other person's right, yeah. set myself, yeah. and that's not me being like a talented actor or anything. That's just me like getting it's just like osmosis or just by soaking it up and staring at it so long. You yeah. can kind of get the lines to the movie, you know. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I don't, I don't. It all depends on his head too, because I've noticed that some people in this business think they have a different, distorted view of how they're doing on stage, and and you and that, everybody's huh? yeah, everybody's <laughs> definitely different with with their approach to like how well they did that night. Yeah. So some people might have even thought that my 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 worst show of the weekend. I I just it was my the late show Saturday. I have one show every. I talk about it all the time. I've been on here and uh, throughout. In green rooms across the United States, is I have one show a weekend that just doesn't go flawless, doesn't go well for sure. me. Um, and that was the late show Saturday, which was the show that he met with me afterwards. So I didn't know if I had said something in that show or if I did something different that maybe pushed him to be able to be like, "What's wrong with this guy? Let me talk to him for a minute." I don't know because like, there's a lot of different reasons that I think it could possibly be than just going over your time by, even if it was two minutes, which it wasn't. But.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it sounds like you, you, you know how they always say like you know if a person has an issue with with you that appears to be out of the blue like that that it's more about them and their reaction to what happened than it is about anything that you did you know it might be something that he's carrying around with him maybe he didn't feel his sets went went well maybe he felt like he was struggling following you you know i mean there could be a whole bunch of different things happening or like we said he didn't he didn't realize it was the MC that went over yeah, and Cause blamed they, you because he wanted to go on at a certain time, right? And so well, they did it, cut my
0: time on that one. They cut me down yeah. to te- like they gave me a light at like seven eight minutes. I had to I had to do this for the first time. I had to ask. I was like, "Did you guys give me how much how much more time do you want me to?" I've never done that, but yeah, I was like, yeah. "Let me." It's so early in my set. I was like, "You want me to do eight minutes?" Yeah. Like I'm then I get off here eight set. minutes yeah. and it's <laughs> an Alabama relapse, and then all of a sudden <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm get, then I worry more worried yeah, about no, not getting. Yeah paid for that show or whatever because i didn't do my time so like just from my perspective i I was so fired up this is how i handle it though i was so fired up i i drove in like the rain like it was some sort of movie it was pouring rain (laughs) and then i'm just driving and i'm just like i'm worked up i'm fired up at at him for a little bit i'm fired up at the fact that myself or like what i thought it was and i'm like all this stuff's going through my brain i get back i decide to get a little lofty and watch frank sinatra videos on youtube okay That's how I handled it.
2: That sounds like you handled it perfectly. (laughs) I think so, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's that's what I was saying.
0: I'd send a couple of texts out. People were like, what happened? People that came to the shows over the weekend, uh, I always appreciate that, and let them know what happened the rest of the weekend, what they thought of the shows, what they thought of my set, what they thought of the crowd, what they thought of the headliner, and let them know what else happened over the week that I almost got fired. And and then I did that, and we watched Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin, and then De- and, uh, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin singing together looks like me at 11, a- 11 p.m. and me at three a.m. <laughs> like it's, it's it's like the same. Perfor- he's just because Dean Martin. I don't know if wasn't there a thing. He's pretty. He
2: was pretty drunk all the time right um, except on st- apparently on stage he kept himself pretty clean but really he would, yeah so, so it's, so it's always act. it's always like iced tea or apple juice on stage that he's
0: drinking wow yeah. so it's a little bit that's beautiful because yeah. it looked like he was just the,
2: completely hammered
0: yeah but if, yeah. i guess if you're only not doing on stage you can probably pull it off acting because yeah least you the have time a pretty you good doing sense it. of like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trust like me this. i know all about that <laughs> So that's that's how I handle it. It calmed me down. It was good music, and then just watching the old school performances and all those people, and like just his just he's doing it by his singing voice. There's no dancing or anything crazy like that. Just is all all of his voice, and it calmed me down a little bit. And then yeah. I was like, I didn't know how I was going to handle it on Sunday at all. I don't know. I was all fired up, and then I just wanted to talk about some other things that happened to a few people that came to watch me over the weekend too. With and, and so there was a lot of stuff going on. I was like, how do I handle it? So I just showed up on time. Did my time, got my check, and left. Perfect. So, I mean, I mean I, they, they had a lot of people. He had a lot of people around him at the end of the weekend. And, you know, I usually, sometimes I usually go up and say, you know, great weekend and all that yeah. stuff. But I just, like, didn't want to go into the green room with all these people and I didn't want to mess with it that much. And I didn't really – I don't know. I was kind of a little just – maybe I was a little butthurt by the whole thing. And kind of – now, part of looking back, maybe I should have stayed and said, you know, great weekend or whatever. But I don't, I don't know why I didn't. I just kind of – Left.
2: Yeah, I think it's okay. I think it's hard too because you're you're immersed with this person for that weekend. Like, you yep. know, you've got shows, what, Friday, Friday, two shows, Saturday, two shows, mm-hmm. what, Thursday night, probably two, right? Not this time. Not no. this, Okay, so Friday, two shows, Saturday, two shows, Sunday, one show? Yep. That's five shows. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so several hours over the course of a weekend that you're with this person. Not like, you know, you're not hanging out in Buddy Buddy, but you're working together. You're, right. you're, you know, so, so there's an, there's an intimacy to that. Yeah,
0: it's a delicacy. It's your co. You're like a yeah. co, like hired together for like a group, like Ocean's Eleven type stuff. Like yeah. you, yep, you, exactly. this person comes from over here. This person comes from this side of the country, and you bring them together, and then this this is a weekend where you got to pull it off together. And he did mention that he usually does a one does a show by himself. So um, okay. So like I don't know what uh, how so much I was messing everything to... up. Yeah, um,
2: you you and it wasn't your fault. The the, the, the the club hired
0: you yeah. to feature from, right? right he didn't
2: he clearly didn't ask for a feature no
0: he but he yeah he asked for yeah he asked yes for s- someone similar to me <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, yeah so um and I, I they know i could handle it and do it and it was yeah. fun and it was tough and it was good and it was a lot of there's a i learned what really works and what didn't work over a tough weekend over a tough weekend you really learn what's what's your strongest material is yeah. at least for the biggest laughs and pops um, so like, I know that, I mean, but I'm only, then again, I'm like, I just feel like a wasted weekend because I need to be working on about 15 to 20 more minutes, at least not to mention normal every week, every time you, so there's all these shows, 10,000 hours. Right. But also if you're doing a show for eight minutes, it's not really an hour. Yeah. It takes a long time to get to that, yeah. for
2: that one hour. Yeah. yeah it, 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 uh, um, I think though, I'm like, don't look at it as a wasted weekend. Any stage time is good stage time. Right, I needed all of it. Yeah, I mean, so it's not, you know, it wasn't a wasted weekend, and you got paid for it, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. no, It's always that, bottom line. You, I mean, hopefully, you know, learn something both about yourself and about sort of working for other people. I would be willing to bet money that I don't have that what he said to you on Saturday night was related to something else that was going on. I don't think it was you that all of a sudden after four shows he has an issue with the amount of, especially if he's worse <laughs> Used to working by himself. Yeah, I, there's something else. There's yeah, and doesn't have a feature normally, and isn't necessarily used to. Yeah. So he's not used to following somebody of your caliber.
0: Well, I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't even blow him out of the. I mean, I had a lot of big laughs, but I wasn't really. Uh, I mean, it's short amount of time. So I just think I feel like it's longer. If you watch a whole show, an hour. If you watch eight minutes of a show, you're not into that show as much. Yeah. As if you are, if you watch, sit down and binge watch three hours. The more, 100%. T- so the more time someone's on stage, the more, and the more times you get laughs, the more they'll end up liking you. Okay. Some easy forgettable. Out after twelve minutes, like not easily. But I mean, some people still said great job and stuff like that, yeah. and we enjoyed you and all that. But yeah. um, it's just harder to build fans on, on a short amount of time. Yeah. If you're up there doing five minute sets, it's like you did a good job, but they they need more from you. So yeah. it's like I'm not being didn't build a lot of fan base out of it or anything like that. It wasn't like I had some pictures and all the good stuff that comes with shows, selfies, pictures, compliments. You know, those mixed in uh, along the way on the weekend make it all worth it, but. Um, it's not like twelve minute sets are gonna blow out of the water, and the next thing you know, I'm having an interest, huge following because they right. just got The more time you're up there, the more they respect what you're doing. Yeah, and you're making them laugh longer. Yeah, and more.
2: Well, so. and also, if I'm not mistaken, n- n- not necessarily your audience, right? In this, in this, sec- I mean, well, no, I only had a
0: few people that came to see me, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a tough assignment, but it mm-hmm. was a lot of fun, and I, I really still just it just shows me what i know that i'm coming out of that weekend knowing what's my strongest stuff yeah. yeah so and 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 especially at a club like that i love the comedy zone here in charlotte i do i do love it i've been there for a long time now and doing a lot a lot of different shows with a lot of different people but it was overall was it turned out to be a very there's some other things involved that i won't get into right now but there it was a very fresh frustrating weekend for where i'm at and what what happened overall with with the whole thing but um, at this point, I've kind of like calmed down. I mean, I had a better show in Greensboro opening up for a Muppet than I did <laughs> <laughs> than I did this past weekend. That was fun. I was. I'll be back in Greensboro tomorrow for well, when it, this, Where, this yeah, air, a couple months ago. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, a couple months ago, <laughs> I'll be back in Greensboro. But I always show. Up. But the, but it was the best show I've ever had there. And then and and, and it was an interesting act, and it was a unique as what they booked him as, and it definitely opened for you. Are you familiar with the Randy Feltface?
2: I am somewhat familiar based just what I've seen on social media and stuff, but okay. I'm, not, I'm not super familiar with him, no.
0: Well, I mean, I see, I kind of, he sells out and he's been selling, he's been doing it for 17 years and, yeah. and met the guy and then. I met him before the show which was made it even funnier for me to watch and then it was I was really respecting what the dude did up there and, and I j- joked about it with Taylor talked about how I saw Jeff Dunham at a at the Ashland mm-hmm. County Fair when I was like eight yeah and and so uh, the, but watching someone do that it's a very unique act and the crowd the crowd before him was fantastic and they were very open to whatever I was doing so that was an easy one that's cool yeah so then and and it was just interesting it was an interesting group I think it was a younger crowd I don't know if it was like I don't know. It was just so all the, from being back on the road as a middle is like the amount of different types of crowds that I've used that I've worked in the last couple of weeks is just it's such a gamut and so different. Yeah. And some and but the one the one thing that's consistent is the stuff that works the best works the best no matter what, mm-hmm. what the crowd is. Right. So So I just needed wanted some more time to work on some stuff this past weekend, but we got out of there with some late night Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin at action. But where we were, I just. And then she gets all, like, she likes to fast forward and pick stuff. I like to let the algorithm run. Yeah. I like to let it yeah. run, man. I like to let it breathe. I like to <laughs> let it open it up, like, some wine, let it let it marinate a little bit. And and I like to let the algorithm do it. Because sometimes it'll be like you'll be watching, like, whatever, Frank Sinatra videos like it was this weekend. And then all of a sudden Chris Stapleton comes up. And you're like, what? Yeah, you don't want that. You don't like
2: That's that? Not, a, not Not that you can't.
0: Yeah, no. It works though because it just stayed. It stayed with the song that was like summing up some other stuff, and it was just happened to be that song was in there. But like, okay. it's for some reason maybe it's maybe it's the it's the the gummies that get me like to where all this is connected, and it there sounds feel, feels yeah. great. Could just be <laughs> drug influenced, <laughs> and nothing to do with anything. That's why I love the algorithms. Like, I, YouTube's is pretty good. Pandora's great, um, but. And you have certain things come up. But I think you should have a couples algorithm. There should be, like, we ever have her, like, have a person that you're with wants you to search something that's really dumb. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, but now I'm, they're going to think I'm the one that's an idiot. Right, right. And, like, this <laughs> yeah. is, it should be, there should be a, like, a Google for couples where you're like, all right, we're going to ask this question.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. Like, Honey, I'll be happy to look this up for you, but hold on. Let me log out of my account and get into your account. And get into our account. Yeah, yeah, or even or better. Our let cu- me, let me get not, into our, our Google
0: account so that's that we can good. see how our couple's algorithm gets driven, yeah. because this isn't just my idea. And then because one, one night she said something, I do this on stage sometimes too, but she said something about, I wonder why no birds have ever flown to space. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like, what drugs are you on? <laughs> And then and then everything the weeds started kicking in. I was like, Wait a minute, have any birds ever flown to space? Like, I'll Google this later. But I I just don't want to be the one that Google's have any birds ever flown to space when it was her idea. Yeah, so that's fair. I want to plug it into a couple's algorithm that says, Hey, we're asking this question. Yeah. So they think maybe a. Hey, I just I just thought that would be kind of silly.
2: You do run the risk though, if you do establish a couple's algorithm, of having this sort of like weird algorithmic combination of like kitchen gadgets and porn yeah (laughs) sounds fantastic (laughs) and that's a problem because (laughs) yeah what is wrong with that that's good depends on the type of gadgets
0: that you're into (laughs) but um yeah but also what happens if you split up then who gets half the algorithm how does it work you have to kill that account and move on no uh but um I th- I, th- I like the combination of it, though, because I-, I like the... Uh, it's especially if you get too involved on one side of the algorithm and she's listening to her type of music, I'm like, I want some of mine to, to get in there, too, to kind of mix it in, mix and match. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's not extreme on one side. It's not all about me. It's not all about her. It's about our little algorithm.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. I like that, actually.
0: <laughs> Maybe that'll take off one day, but I th- I think we're... I'm going to try and make it funnier on stage, too, and work on that, but... um. Yeah, you
2: can have kitchen gadgets and porn. Thank you you so much.
0: Everybody else just writes for me. I just take it. (laughs) I just bring it up. I bring up the premise, and everyone else is funnier. And then I'm like, I'm gonna keep that. My buddy says it all. One of my buddies says it all the time. Because it's it's kind of flattering too. If you they show up one day, I was like, I did keep this line that you said. I did call apartments millennial nursing homes. That's not really my line, but. I just want, and I'm just one of the things that I was noticing about being back on the road is like a self-awareness is a little bit of an endangered species. It's getting, like I, I'm, I'm hip, I'm very critical of my of myself because of I know how good I have to be in order for things to go even decent. And <laughs> like how well I had to do all these last two and a half weeks of shows, okay. but it's just, it doesn't translate into anything more than, you know, more stage time, more practice, more work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've noticed like just some people's self-awareness is just not where it needs to be. And, and when, and it's just kind of scary. Cause then you have everybody wandering around with a different perspective or perception of how actually everything is going just because of how well aware you are of what you're contributing to that.
2: Yeah. I think we've forgotten you know, I don't know if it was the pandemic, if it was the lockdown or whatever, but I th- think a healthy percentage of us have forgotten how to be human beings outside of you know in the general public. Yeah, we,
0: we talked about that a few times right. on here too and we, we'll continue to talk about it because I just <laughs> don't know how much of that was what we can't I can't tell how much of it was influenced by that and how much of it was just like it before and we just notice it more. Or, or our senses are heightened to it, and then we're just different now that we've been inside a lot, and then yeah. we realize that we—it's harder to be, like. I'm I'm starting to get it back, and like, like the other day, I just wanted to do something different, and I wanted went, so like doing sh- doing shows with different crowds was great, but. Um, I'm thinking about going back on the road a little bit here in the okay. next couple months um, and just to iron it out, some stuff. And then we talked about possibly putting together something bigger. But one of my videos did resurface. I'm wanted to talk. i glad you're on here today because I wanted to talk about it. One of the, my crowd work videos from my album. Yeah, yep. So much swearing, Todd. What are you doing? Yeah, You,
2: you, you were, I saw it the other day. It popped up on my yeah. uh, Facebook feed. The, the cell phone incident, right? Yeah. The,
0: the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything that lined up was really funny. Yep. What I mean, like I was just I was at a phase, I think where I, I was still still swearing a little bit because I've gone through phases with I've had to do clean shows and I don't I don't like that very much, but it's it's I don't like to be as dirty as, as, as I have been before either when I was younger doing some bits up there where I was just like getting big laughs with sexually explicit stuff which is fun (laughs) and then but this one I noticed it was good it was good there's a few things I would have said differently Mm -hmm. but it got a lot of laughs and it was a very ridiculous moment in the crowd and then I did notice that it's been getting some views on Facebook but and now I look at views now like I look I never used to be a comic that looked at them or cared about them but I'm like how many views in a week Yeah. yeah because it's a big if you can get more people to look at your stuff so um I read back through the comments and it was nice and people and and then oh, actually one of the com- comments was from a comic who had passed away that said good stuff on there and that was kind of emotional so I like changed I was like emotionally changed it from a like to like love cuz missed the dude very much. Yeah. And and so but that's one thing that can be captured is on, online that I I joke about social media I make fun of it a lot but like a moment like that where you see a comment from someone who's like not here anymore and you're like oh man at least they appreciated it while it was around. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, it resurfaced, and I I have had a chance to go back and listen, and also, you were the producer on my album, I really appreciate it, you did a great job and everything, and then I had a chance to listen to it again. It's not bad. There's just some things that I would think would adjust based on where I'm at now Mm -hmm. that would do a little bit differently,
2: but it still holds up pretty well. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I... I can't say that I've gone back and listened to because I've already heard it about sixty times. Yeah, that you have. But but it's it, it, it's a I mean it's really really good stuff. And I don't think and it captures you in that moment, you know, in that it's, moment. Yeah, yeah it's even yep. that time.
0: I was a little younger, a little bit more free spirited yeah. with my language, and I always feel I'm always the only thing I'm arrogant about myself was I feel like I swear perfectly. But it was <laughs> it was just how I how I how I like to talk sometimes, and yeah. I don't do as much of that because I think I've been forced to do so many clean shows over the past several years since the album came out that it's just like I've got. Gotten better at using the language a little bit more, um, and a little bit more like other stuff on stage to make it like without having to just Mm -hmm. swearing's fun and it's funny and I love it, but it's like if I cut it back, it's like a little. It's like the spice of the language. Like sometimes you don't want some spice in it, but you don't want it to be. uh, Sometimes people like spicy food. Sometimes people don't.
2: Yeah, Uh, you get especially as as an audience, you get sort of desensitized to it, and then the good the good cuss words like the f bomb loses its impact right the more you know if you just throw it around you want to you want it to your point you want to sort of judiciously Place it in the perfect places. Yeah, as dab as a little
0: to, spice yeah. here and there. Yeah. Dab a little bit of swearing here and there, and yeah. then and to make it more and because if you're doing it all, like you said, a lot of it, all of it, that kind of mm-hmm. just turns into the word like the to people. Yeah, or like and it doesn't even make any. It, it's just like you're a, some an adjective that's not nothing. So you want to every word should mean something. Just be a setup for something or a delivery for something on stage. So. It's been it's forced me to get a lot better to do these clean shows here and there but I do like it to not have to be clean perfectly clean cuz I'm not just a clean dude I'm a messy dude I'm a, I'm a little bit I used to be a hot mess now I'm just an older mess <laughs> just <laughs> but I don't know. I think, I think I'm trying to handle everything with that stuff on stage and things that have happened and trying to handle every situation the best I can. And then I've never really had a place to go talk about it on a podcast like this, which is a lot of, a lot of fun to get it out there. And I'm not dogging what happened. I'm not dogging the headliner for it. It was a misunderstanding. And trust me, you can always try and put me in my place, but I'm already probably there. <laughs> like if i'm not there yet i'll meet you there in a little bit i'm just a little bit behind on my own existence but like and it, it I just wish i kind of wish maybe we would have had one more conversation about it but at the same time was like i had nothing else to really say so um yeah but and, and i don't know if it's been a couple weeks brian i've been talking about trying to clean my life up a little bit trying to get back a little bit of shape i got a haircut and mm-hmm. took the beard down a little bit as far as that goes and but because I'm not the most responsible, like I don't like responsibility that much. I kind of like it like it's responsibility, like hot potato, where it's like I have it for a second and then I do it and then I get rid of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Cause, Which is th- a good way to handle responsibility. <laughs> I think. Is it? Good. Because yeah, I, 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 so. I was yeah. really
0: yeah. curious about if that was the, the right way to handle uh, This is not the, it's just the way I handle it. I don't like, I can't be like responsible all the time. I like, I like irresponsibility is fun for me. It's it's some doing things that are a little bit irresponsible, you know. Not, I'm not saying driving hammered, but after a beer or two, it's not too bad. If you're under .08, it's a lot of fun actually to weave in and out of traffic. Unless not when you're hopped up on Red Bulls and you just had almost got fired. Don't drive through the rain like a maniac <laughs> like that. It. That was a hydroplaning at one point, and I was like, "Do you calm down? It's gonna be fine." Poor, go home and vent. My dog's like cowering in the corner because I'm just I'm upset they are they're fun man they they get everything doggies get a lot of they They just pick up on yeah and it makes you feel like and the fact that he's there and looking at me like that i'm like i'll calm down buddy i'll calm down we'll put some frank sinatra on for you we can introduce you to that but yeah so i mean and then we like the video resurfaced what was i talking about the video resurfacing me swearing a little bit too much and trying to get away from that and move forward with it um and, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with my, my, my material now. Because whatever I produce next, it probably will have a little bit less swearing and, and more, um, I don't know. I don't know where I'm headed exactly. I, that's why I think I have to get back out there on the road a little bit and mm-hmm. kind of figure it out. Last time I've done post, a couple of times I've done this where we've done put something together that we tried to get produced or try to get some video out of it. I really worked hard on it and really went out there on the road and had to find it that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to have to do it that way again.
2: Yeah. Well, when you're ready. Yeah. We'll produce your uh, your second album.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about doing an album, or I have a director in mind for a special. So, um, too. So, um, we'll, we'll is he is he in
2: this room? Because n- what's that? If he is is this other director in this room? Because I'm gonna be a little hurt. If no, I'm kidding. It's All right. I don't know what I'm doing with it yet. That's
0: fine. I don't even it's know what it is either. yet. I don't, Brian. I don't even. I'm talking about it, so I try to talk it into existence. So I go do it. That's why I have gotcha. to do yeah. things. That's how I have to talk myself. And like that's the one thing that has helped me with this podcast is like once I say something out there, right. it's actually going to be out there. Yeah. And it's like, which is scary for me because I I say a lot of dumb stuff every now and then, but. I'm, it's putting me to the point where this stuff I'm bringing to this podcast, I'm like, I have to go do this now. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, no, this isn't I've just me talking it, no, to somebody well, at the yeah. bar about over <laughs> oysters and a martini about what I'm going to do one day and then never have any, never have any r- responsibility or never have any way to just actually go do it because it's just a conversation. Now this is coming out in two months. I need to be ahead of the game when this when this when this stuff comes out and start to be. Produced, But just, I want to get myself fired up, and I want to know what it becomes. And I kind of I have a theme of where we're going with my new lovely branding, which I hate talking about. But <laughs> I definitely think there's going to be some talk about being irresponsible, some responsibility stuff. And then just like I've said before on the podca- podcast, just navigating the bullshit, just navigating yeah. through life stuff and deal. I think we'll dive more into what's going on in my brain, which everybody on the podcast should love that because <laughs> uh, you're here listening to me ramble for hours about a mystery headliner and all that fun stuff. <laughs> but um, we'll see what happens next. And then uh, I, I like the couple's algorithm idea. You like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the self-awareness thing, I just, I'm worried. I'm worried.
2: About us as a species. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, we watch. I watch. If I get away from that, because I deal so. If do a lot of shows, then she's like, "You want to watch a nature documentary or something like that?" And I was like, "Yes," because after like dealing with a bunch of people over oh, an extended period of time, as much as I love people, it's just like I want to watch something a little bit more. So we throw on like these tornado videos, I mean, these documentaries now with these natural disasters. The things that we've captured with these drones and yeah. these pictures and yeah. all this nature stuff. Like before it was just a dude with like a giant camera on his shoulder just driving around trying to stand in front of it for 10 right. minute, for 10 minutes. Right. And now these people are just getting close enough and flying drones around it and you can really see like nature just going off. It's yeah. like beautifully mesmerizing but also te- like borderline terrifying at yeah. the same time. So, we we're watching this tornado stuff and this earthquake stuff and I just noticed like the level of technology with these and then uh, someone had got caught in one of the tornadoes and they said that they died and I'm like good Oof. Yeah. Because uh, I secretly wanted to be a storm chaser. I've actually looked yeah. it up, and I actually looked up an internship with doing it, uh, but I was still doing stand-up at the time, and I couldn't. I was going to try and, like, if it was a paid gig, I was going to try and go on the road as a storm chaser for, like, the, this storm season and then do stand-up on the <laughs> other side of, the, of it the rest of the year. That was my big theory for, like, a week that lasted for probably four days. But um, it's just the nature, the the power of nature and the power of, like, with tornadoes and stuff and when you start learning what they really are and what they can do yeah it's very very different world than just going up on stage and trying to make people giggle for 12 minutes
2: right 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 i think too i feel like a lot of the footage that we're getting now without you know inside the tornadoes and hurricanes and stuff like we weren't meant to see that right like no there's we not something that 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 like we should you know uh, and if you were already scared of something like that, just looking at that kind of footage is just going to make you even more... Which, you know, you should be afraid of. And then the after footage of what it did, the this yeah. destruction that it did, and it's yeah. like people's lives
0: yeah. are just like... To- oh, man. But at the same time, I'm still sitting there watching it. Yeah. I guess, like, nature... Tragedy is like my crime documentaries for people. Maybe that's fair. Okay. Like instead of instead of like watching a murder mystery or a murder show or or Dahmer documentary, I'd rather watch tornadoes, and I don't know why. Maybe yeah. it's because it's not a human being doing it. Yeah. That takes a little bit of a numbness out, and it's like not someone like cutting up and eating bodies. <laughs> it's just. A tornado that destroyed the house and then these people had this one dude this old timer just popped out of like this looked like a underground cooler he just put it like a stick up and popped out of there he's like yeah i'm here by myself but i got him he's got a little container that he hopped in for the tornado to go over top of and just i mean imagine the fear like you're in like a casket like a one of the like a what a yeti casket and you're laying there (laughs) And it, all of a sudden you're just holding on to the door for dear life. It's just like goodness gracious. And you're in your eighties, it looks like uh, almost. I'm like, how is I don't know if my heart could to handle that in my eighties. I don't know if it can handle right all the caffeine energy drinks <laughs> I pour down my neck with the Red Bulls and and all that crazy stuff that I do to try and get stay caffeinated to stay wired. Um I could I don't know how I could handle being in a Yeti cooler with a F4 going over top of me.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's a good commercial for Yeti, though. They had a latch out of that. <laughs> yeah, they do. It'll <laughs>
0: keep you cool in in <laughs> the, the the craziest circumstances. I like that. Yeah, we got that, and we got <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, kitchen kitchen appliances and porn. Kitchen gadgets and porn. Kitchen gadgets. That was the word. <laughs> gadgets. Yeah, I'm already messing it up. I gotta keep. I gotta cite you when I ever use it.
2: <laughs> you don't have to. It's fine. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll my keep, gift to you.
0: Thank you. That's why we do this. Glad you're here. <laughs> So so far, we've talked about what this is a little bit of stand up drama I don't even know if I explained it as well as I wanted to, but I never really do a good job of explaining drama very well um i i do I feel like I do when I'm first angry about it. I feel like I explain it perfectly when I'm angry, you know, but I don't say the right words, but I just have the right emotion yeah. the whole <laughs> time because I'm, I'm that's just how I felt, and I was just i don't know it's a little but uh, we got through it and we'll get through it, and it doesn't mean i am disrespecting him at all no. like and i'm sure that there's just uh, just something else there missing between us that maybe we could have worked out over a, a like lunch or something um, but i wasn't i don't know
2: yeah i think you i think you handled it fine i think you were knowing you i'm sure you were respectful when he was bringing it up and i think that you know leaving you know on that sunday without saying anything to him was fine i don't think he's thought twice about it you yeah, it's been a week now and you're still thinking about it so yeah
0: i might take it too <laughs> fo- i'm probably the one
2: that's take he's probably moved on with it yeah he's probably already yelling at another feature yeah
0: if yeah. he has so, one anymore yeah. he's probably going back to a one-man show but yeah. I, I wouldn't worry about I it. I think even Stanhope did I heard did it did it by himself the last time he was here. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's gonna be more of that. That's what scares me about the sometimes the future of the business and the feature act and stuff like that. You're either gonna be latched on to somebody or there's gonna be a lot more people just doing their own show.
2: Either yeah, either they bring their own feature right. or they're just you know, they're just gonna do a whole hour and not yeah.
0: So like the job I had for years is gonna be kind of not a thing is the road ro- road warrior feature is kind of dying out unless you're just road warring it with some with the same person right. or with a few different people yeah so, and that's scary a little bit, but at the same time, I got to get out of that spot as well and try and build my own audience, yep. and so that's why we have this podcast, and that's why you guys are listening out there, and hopefully, we, we appreciate it, and I just appreciate you tuning in and listen listening to me talk about stuff, and I talk about it kind of as it happens. I know we launch the episodes in different times, and maybe it'll hit you at a different time or whatever, but just know that this is the, just the emotions that we're going through at the time we Here. record. Okay. How we doing, Brad? How you doing?
2: Uh, you know what? I'm good. The, the, you know, every every as, uh, uh, running your own small business is. I mean, you know, because you basically run your own small business. Not very well. Every, same. <laughs> every day, same. a white knuckle roller coaster ride. Yeah, you know? but but it's it's you know it, it it's the, this is I I remind myself every day that this is what I wanted, both for better and for worse. You know what I mean? Like every day, is, huh? Every day, it's like, remember, this is what you wanted. Right. Or it's, remember, this is what you wanted. Yeah, remember. <laughs> so, 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 say it every different diff- tone every yeah, time I every say time it. Every time you but, yeah. say it's different.
0: <laughs> remember, this is what you you could do a thousand takes on. Remember, this is what you wanted, and that's just in one in one week. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But,
0: like, well I I get that way too with this like I get th- I was that way over the weekend and I was like remember you wanted both these weekends remember you needed it you needed this yeah. work and you need to be on stage as much as possible again to start like ironing out the good stuff I just I just want when you're when you're an MC you want more time as a middle when you're a middle you want more time as a headliner when you're a headliner you want a show or a movie you know everybody wants <laughs> the next thing yeah yeah so but the only way to get that is to keep grinding to get out of it but um it's and I, I'm always flattered that I get a chance to do this um, at work clubs as well. Anyway, um, set some stuff up here, maybe some brewery gigs before the end of the year again, which are difficult, which will help me grind out some material too. But and you got to do a lot of other BS with it that you yeah. know get to work the door at your own show. <laughs> I'm such a green room spoiled comic. I just like <laughs> hiding in there because there for like a year or so, I was in a lot of green rooms, yeah. and then so like it was just like got nice to just hide in there your show whoever likes you likes you says something to you afterwards whoever doesn't doesn't and then you go back to the green room you're not out there like wondering which tables are going to like you or right. you see you know you start using your own stereotypes of dumb stuff and then you're just like are you just stereotyping your own crip you're just crippling yourself and that's how i do it that's what I, I just cripple myself in the back room so i'd rather much rather be in the green room
2: yeah mm-hmm. or you say something you know, weird to someone when they walk in at the door, and yeah. then you're like, "Oh, I said that thing to that person." But I don't talk to anybody. It's smart. Yeah. I go get my caffeine, <laughs> and I go
0: hide in the back. And if they think I'm weird, then they probably think I'm so weird they probably, that there's going to be a reason for it. Like either this guy's going to do something crazy here in a minute, or he's on the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be, be on only the show. two options. He's got to be on the show. There's no <laughs> reason that anybody else would act the way they're acting if they're not yeah. on the show. But. A lot of a lot of talk today about shows, not as much material, but it was just because it was fresh in my brain, and and it's just mm-hmm. some of the stuff that you go through being a, a road road feature dog, and the different people that you meet every weekend, and and then just make like if it was one thing, if we'd been working together for six months, and I kept messing up my time, right, and like he would also if we'd been working together that long, he'd be like, dude, come on, like just yeah. or whatever, or, or as it happens, so but i was going to stay for both shows anyway so i was going to stay for the whole thing And mm-hmm. I, I was like what well, part of working a weekend is watching someone else too good better you get a lot out of what someone else can do on stage or you learn something here and there like some of the voices that he was he's changing your voice just a little bit here and there that's what i'm trying to do next is like just to not not characters but like just change it a little bit mm-hmm. to get like a good a better feeling out of the bit so i'm always trying to get better up there so yeah, um, uh, Brian, appreciate you being here, and you're always good to help me work through these. Because you've seen me on stage a lot, and you mm-hmm. you know a lot about how what I'm up when I'm up there and how that works. So you kind of and you know how crazy I can be around the stage too. So you can kind of picture that type of weekend. But I've been real, real good and real dialed in lately, and not as not as out of control, weird at, uh, before or after the show. Really focused on just being there at work. Yeah, and I appreciate everybody listening to this, and I know this is coming out at a different time before the after these shows actually happen, but it's just my perspective about what i'm going through on stage right now and that's what we talked about a lot today we talked a little bit about couples algorithm which i think i'm going to put that in play and the hot potato responsibility and some other things here and there and then we're worrying about self-awareness but i just know that i'm always working on that stuff too so if you feel like you hear this and like wait a minute i'm not the most self-aware person well just that's self-awareness right there
2: at the beginning (laughs) so yes you are
0: yes you are you are believe it just keep and then all that good stuff but um Another fun one. I pre- always appreciate you coming on with me and doing this. And we appreciate all everybody listening out there. Um, keep listening. Keep sending in ideas for future podcasts and topics and stuff. And all your feedback is always welcome. So thanks again for listening. We appreciate you. Brian, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. All right. And everybody, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers.
1: know what makes podcast listening better a really great set of earbuds nestled snugly into your appropriate head holes you could win a really great set of earbuds courtesy of the queen city podcast network a set of bows noise cancelling quiet comfort earbuds a 200 dollars value could be all yours and all you have to do is sign up to receive the queen city podcast network email newsletter at QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com between now and April 16th, 2023. You heard me. Sign up to receive a twice-weekly email about all the latest Queen City Podcast Network releases. And you're entered in a drawing where you could win the earbuds of a lifetime. The rules are published at QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. That's also where you sign up for the drawing. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. Your ticket to great listening with a great set of earbuds.